to the jungle. I am Emma, aka Nifty Meta Girl, and today I have, as usual, Boss Mom with me, aka Jaden. And today I am so excited to announce hmm. we're doing it ourselves. Yes, we are. <laughs> it's just the girls today. <laughs> so this should be a great episode. Um, we have some fun stuff ahead. Of course, we're going to talk about our wallets, some project updates, chat about what's happening with Meta Jungle, and we also have a um, interview today with a special member from our Discord. This is someone that is an active member of Discord and an artist uh, named Dan Hawk. So we're excited to get to visit with him and learn more about what it is that he does. So we'll have to stay tuned for that. Um, but before that, let's get to our wallet update. Uh, Jaden, do you have any updates to your wallet this week? I do. It's one that I thought is so fun. It kind of took me back to my college days, but it was so weird how it happened. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you saw, but Budweiser released an NFT. <laughs> uh, for one, I'm also a fan of Budweiser anyway because go cards, you know, they're affiliated with the stadium full nine yards from Missouri where I we reside. So, yep. you know, it's a natural fit. Exactly. So it works out well, but I just happened to be on Gary V's discord at about 1257 PM central time. And I saw that they were releasing an NFT and I'm like, what the heck? Like, that's so cool. Well, they released at one o'clock and I was like, okay. Um, so I went and I just clicked and refreshed and clicked and refreshed and clicked and refreshed because there were so many people going at it and I was able to score one. So I'm Sweet. super excited about it. The whole thing after was a roller coaster. Like the floor went up to like two, three, or 0 0.2, 0 0.3, 0.5, 0.6, 0.3. And it's just a roller coaster, but no paper hands here. Or diamond hands all the way. Sweet. Can we be holding on to it, huh? Yeah. I'm super excited. They were supposed to have some really fun um, uh, things to go with it if you are a holder. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Plus, I think it's really cool because it's one of the NFTs that I found that they have a limited number. So it's 1,936 since that's the year that they were created. Okay. And of that right now, I believe they have 1,200 unique holders. Awesome. Yeah, so I thought that was really, really cool. But that's pretty much my only wallet update. So what do you got for us? Well, and you know, something that's cool about Budweiser too is that, you know, we are so early into this space and being one of the first, you know, major you know, commercial businesses coming into the space, it'll be, you know, kind of historical and an interesting oh, yeah. one to see how that develops with different large businesses, corporate coming in. Um, so that'll be a cool one to hold. So you did good. Yeah, I'm excited. They definitely paved the way. I just hope that one thing that seemed to be kind of an issue is a lot of people complained about their drop process and it wasn't super difficult for me. Like it was fairly easy, but I just hope that maybe they kind of plan that around a that big, a little bit better. That always seems to be the big question. You know, there's still figuring out mm -hmm. how to get around and gas has been so crazy lately. So projects deciding if they're going to postpone or how they get around it. So yeah, that'll be part of the process too is things continue. Well, so that was another thing I really respected about the project is for one, I still like haven't really transferred a lot of money over to ETH since it's been kind of fluctuating a lot. And they gave you the option to buy either with ETH or a card. So that was really cool of them, I thought. And also they did a flat fee of $75 for gas. So that was one thing people didn't understand is since they did do a flat fee, 
that all of their stuff, as soon as they claimed it, wasn't necessarily put into their wallets because they did have to wait for the gas to go accordingly since they did drop it down and did the flat fee, which I didn't bother me. I thought it was really cool, but I do know that it worried some of the members because they were like, it's not showing up. It's not showing up. What's going on? But I just, yeah, it was really cool. Overall, I thought the minting process was good, but I did know some people complained, but it definitely paves the way for future businesses to dive into this space too, which is exciting. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's always nice, you know, to $75 for gas is cheap these days. So <laughs> I was not complaining at all. And I know that's been one of the things that, you know, you're, it's always a hurdle with figuring it out. So I've added a few more pieces to my collection, but definitely have been watching and waiting on the gas situation too. And um, I've continued into um, collecting one-of-one art and photography. So that's been really fun. So a lot of the people that um, I have become that I've followed in the last few weeks and started learning about um, and collecting their pieces have all been from Meta Jungle because it's so great in the one-of-one -one channels, the artists that are sharing their work and um, it's so much fun to get to see their art, but also connect with them and see them as, you know, a person behind the artwork and learn about the stories and stuff. You, I end up spending so much time reading, you know, the, all of the descriptions with their, um, with their collections and everything. So I've enjoyed that process a lot. She's not joking. I literally <laughs> will get text message from her at three in the morning and I'm like, why are you aware? wake right now <laughs> like go to sleep you do just kind of get lost we're kind of all on one one really long time zone it's just you know it just kind of cycles as to who's awake at different times yep. um, but one of the pieces that I've picked up um, is a collection called Dr. Abstract and um, the artist goes by at crazy doc 96 on Twitter and she is a doctor in real life um, cool. which is really neat yeah. and her pieces are are abstract and um, but they include a lot of really cool colors and you know when I first saw her collection she didn't have a lot of description behind them other than who she was and just very basic and so um, it's been really fun to get to know her more in the discord and also start to see her um, adding more descriptions to her work because they really come to life yeah. and so that was help that helped me pick out the piece that I actually purchased from her but again the collection's called Dr. Abstract the piece that I purchased is called After Peace. And um, I just, I like the story that goes along with it, but um, also love supporting her as she's developing out her collection and adding um, descriptions to them so you can see the work through her eyes, which is really yeah. fun with more too with abstract art because it lets you know kind of what she was thinking when she was creating it. It definitely helps you connect with it better too as a collector. Like whenever yeah. you see it, you have your own interpretation, but then to see what was actually happening, you're like, holy smokes, that makes so much sense. Like, that's awesome. Exactly, exactly. And another collection, too, that um, along those lines that – um, I enjoy the the actual artwork, the the photography, but it's um, I picked up another piece from the Strangers Faces and Emotions collection that Ms. Mufasa has been working on. This is also another Meta Jungle community member. Um, but learning the story behind this collection has really it just I'm really proud of him for the work that he's mm -hmm. done. Um, the mission behind it, which you will tag his um, Twitter down below, but you can learn more about it. But um, he's he's on 
a mission to help support these tribes, um, these local tribes close to where he lives. And so I just, he's done a really great job on telling the story and coming out of his comfort zone. I think it's a great example for um, a lot of artists starting off of, you know, figuring out how to tell their story and to um, also be brave enough because it, it can be really intimidating mm-hmm. to step out there. Um, but this, um, the piece that I added to my collection is More Power to Women. And I love it because this is a young girl who she's the most educated um, young girl in her village and she, her family is really supporting her. And part of the proceeds of purchasing a piece help go back to the village to support. And, you know, that always feels really good. And so it's just, it, it was a piece that spoke to me and I liked it a lot. So happy oh, to yeah. have it as part of the collection. I went through and read all of his all of his pieces or like all of his new descriptions on his pieces and that one I thought was just so cool how she wants to be a doctor and the whole community is supporting it and that he hosts that all like he told the story of also her teacher and like why that's so awesome and like why uh, she's able to learn so much and I thought that was really cool but there's a piece in that collection that I have my eye on that I absolutely love and it's a mom who she's sitting there with her kid and (laughs) she got married really young. And I just, I, it's insane. Like it just the emotion in the mom's eyes and like, I just, his story and everything. It was a fantastic piece. I was blown away. Well, and this is a limited collection. There's only going to be, there's only 10 pieces in this one-on-one collection. So um, that's been something too, that's been an interesting part of the whole process. So, but yep. Um, So that part, that's been a collection to watch, check out, stories to read for sure. Um, And another um, photographer that we've gotten to know in the Meta Jungle Discord and one that um, I recently purchased a piece of is Mike Schmidt, um, and a very active community member. And um, this new collection is called The Break, and it's only six one-of-one pieces. And um, the one that I've purchased is called Flow State, number two. And uh, this collection kind of tells a story in its own, and it's a great example of um, a really small collection size that is really concise in the story, um, but really powerful images. And, you know, a lot of times when you're thinking about surfing and being at the ocean, it's sunny and bright. And this has a totally different um, feel to it. It's more cloudy and rainy, um, but I really, the colors in the piece are beautiful and love the story behind it. So happy to have that piece in my collection as well. I've seen some of them and they really are very, very pretty. I saw the one that I believe they bought for the Meta Jungle House collection. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was, I was blown away. They're honestly such great pieces and it's They're different than I think you would normally think of, like you said, with surfing and things. And I just, it just makes them stand out even more to me, I think. I completely agree. Yep, it's been so happy to have that one in my collection. Um, And it's been great to get to know Mike and it'll be fun to see him develop as an artist as well. Um, and the fourth piece that I've added to my collection from the Meta Jungle community um, is an artist called T- Tyler Scully. And this is an unusual piece, too, more of an abstract piece. But um, it, I just really love the colors and how unique it is. Um, but it's a collection called Art Remix. Um, there's 12 pieces in the collection, all one of ones. And this one that I purchased is called Destructed Portrait Remix number 11. And um, some, it's an os- he also includes some interesting 
interesting things in his piece where um, once you purchase, there's some you can unlock some other additional pieces, which is um, you can print the piece if you would like, and there's also a video that goes along with it. So, you know, an interesting way of how artists are working on adding utility, which has been kind of a dis an interesting um, discovery as learning more about one of one artists and you know, discussion of roadmaps and extra utility and that sort of thing. But um, really cool piece. Um, again, it's a really small collection. There aren't very many pieces available, um, but I'm happy to have this piece um, in my collection as well. So it's been really fun learning about different artists and, you know, seeing all the different types of art. Um, and so um, if you're a collector, this is definitely some, you need to be coming and checking this out as well because the talent is overwhelming. It's just amazing um, how many people are out there. And it's such a great opportunity as a collector. I love the opportunity to meet the artists and connect with them, learn about them, have that conversation. And so you're actually starting more of a relationship, you know, like a friendship or just a knowing one another for the future. Um, and it's, it's awesome to get to really, you know, the, for me, seeing that piece in my wallet and then also, you know, in the future on my wallet. Wall, that's going to mean something different to me knowing the, the, the history behind the piece. So. I, I couldn't agree more. And it's like they can do their descriptions and those are great. They give great information. But then whenever you speak to them, you learn that there's even more to the story. And that's something that's so cool. Like I saw that Alpha Trilogy bought one earlier today and the artist shared it and he goes, this makes going to the ER room uh, worth it. And I was like, <laughs> that's so fun. Like, like just that they share the story behind it, but you get to interact with them to learn that story. Exactly. So. Yep, absolutely. So I've been enjoying that part very, very much. Um, I have picked up a couple other pieces um, throughout the um, last week. Um, I'm a holder of Feel Good NFT, and they're doing their Terracotta Warriors Mint right now. And so, um, being a Feel Good member, a Feel Good holder, you get the op you get the opportunity to be on the whitelist for future drops that they do. And these are these. This is fun too because they are um, they're different artists in the real world in the real world space um, that are now coming into the NFT space and have different backgrounds. And so, um, it's definitely I. Think think long-term will be something interesting as these um, artists that are really well-known in the real-world space are coming in, in, into the NFT space to be involved on that bottom level, you mm -hmm. know, that front level. So with Terracotta Warriors, then the artist is opaque. Um, here in, a, in about a week, they're also going to be um, dropping the Reflections collection. Um, so that's going to be on December 5th if you want to feel good or December 7th if you um, do, if that'll be the public minting time. So that's a really cool collection by Rich Simmons is the artist behind it. Um, really a pop culture look um, to the collection, oh, yeah. but it, it's really eye-catching, and I'm excited to be a collector for that one as well. So Me too. It's definitely <laughs> on my calendar. The artwork is just insane, and it just is so fun, but also, like she said, it speaks definitely with, like, the times and things like that, and I just think it's awesome. So happy to have that in the collection. Um, Terracotta Warriors is ongoing on their public mint, so um, they've passed the whitelist period. So if you um, are interested in the project, there is time to mint those still. But there's only 888, so a super small reserved um, collection. So 
if you're interested, hop into that and check it out. Um, also coming up on the calendar as far as updates and projects that we're watching, um, Riot Racers is um, going to be minting this week or the ability to purchase a driver, I should say, um, for your car. The game is going to be coming out here very shortly, but it's um, an added little um feature, which we've talked about this, is that now you have your car, we've been buying Raceland, billboards, all the elements of the game, and then kind of a surprise um, a, um, development has been to have a driver for your car as well. And so they've been sharing some sneak peeks of drivers. They look awesome. Like mm -hmm. the artwork is just just super, super cool. Um, and so if you are on the whitelist, that's going to be December 1st, um, which as we're recording this, that will be tomorrow. And then there'll be opportunities um, the following days for those not on the whitelist. But this is a great project, you know, stepping into the metaverse and the gaming side of things. And it's one I'm super excited about. So I can't wait to get my driver, um, get my Genesis Stormtrooper out there. I'm super, super excited to be racing around the track. So so um, that's going to be a really, I think there's a ton of interest in people involved. The guys behind Zed Run are involved in this as well. So a lot of potential there. I can only picture now your bad A racer and your little Volkswagen <laughs> bug just winning races left and right. That's the plan. <laughs> Um, some other things that are coming up this week um, for crypto hobo holders, um, there is pets coming. Um, this was a project that was really big, um, gosh, several weeks ago now, um, but that was the promise um, soon after Mint is that your hobo would not have to be lonely. They would have um, pets that were all designed along the same um, artistic um, <laughs> the artistic uh, vibe as the originals, and they definitely are unusual. Um, and But those are going to be available on December 3rd. So if you are a holder of a crypto hobo, you can um, claim your pet for free plus gas. Awesome. So crazy. Yeah, that's been a very interesting one on the artistic side. Very unique and true to who they are, which is pretty cool. I have a couple, so we'll see what pets I end up with. Um, but it's that's been a fun collection, too, and they're continuing to develop and grow. Um, and another one that I'm excited about is our um, is that I've been watching and mentioned several times is the Alpha Alpha Girls Club. Um, really unique art. Um, but they also have had a fun, vibrant community. And, you know, the again, the artists, um, well, the developers' mission is to um, really make this a better world for everyone. So to use your inner strength. And uh, he has a six-year-old daughter that he uses as a lot of inspiration for that. Um, but it's been fun to see them come up as a project that is um, a generative project, but yet they they don't seem to follow the norm. They seem to be kind of trying to make their own their own way and building their community really strong and doing some fun stuff. So that one's going to be minting on um, December 5th. So excited to see how that goes. Yeah, and in case you missed us talking about it last week, Emma does really like this one. She was up until 3 in the morning at a dance party. <laughs> I literally was feeding the baby, and I get a message that says, hey, I don't know if you're awake, but like head over and join this dance party. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> May have taken me back to my college days. 
<laughs> I just, yeah, oh. but it's a really fun project that I'm excited about too. And it's been, that's a great example of um, some of the fun things that they're doing that I haven't seen any other groups doing, um, but a way to create some fun energy within the community. Um, and I always appreciate that when, you know, they're using different methods because um, it can be, you know, as you've got weeks and weeks that you're building up a project, how to keep um, things lively and unique. Mm-hmm. And they've done a really great job with that, which I think also um, plays into their art as being really fun and energetic and really unique. So excited to see how that one goes. Me too. Yeah. Do you have any other that you're watching? Well, kind of going off of that, there's one that I have deep dove into and (laughs) I... Uh, Obsession? A little bit. (laughs) I honestly am going crazy trying to get a whitelist for it. Um, I came across it on Twitter. And I think it is so fun. It's called Psychedelics, or like the at is at Psychedelics NFT. But the main mastermind of this is at Ventura.eth. And I just think that this project is so fun. Like there's not a Discord, which I know is weird. And it kind of threw me off at first too. But he's trying to grow this community organically. And he is so transparent through the whole thing, which is so respectable and the way that he's growing or doing his whitelist is games like he literally has games every day that you compete in and it's it's just a like it's a luck of the draw I guess but also not a luck of the draw because some of them are like you're guessing things so that's fun and if no one gets close he literally does like a luck of the draw but he videos it and everything so it's just so cool to see a new approach to these projects because it's a um gen art pro or it's a gen I'm sorry can you say that generative (laughs) Uh uh-huh again guys throw back to episode one speech (laughs) issues um, it's a generative art project there we go. <laughs> and I just think it's so cool that he's taking a different approach, but he doesn't make it one that you're worried about because there's not a lot of information on it because he really is so transparent through the whole thing. And what is it? Um, so, <laughs> so there's not really a roadmap or anything like that yet. It, it will come later, but the artwork right now are like, he's writing the story. And it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like the people from Squid Games, like their suits, but Uh the masks are all unique. Like they're so cool. They have different stories and they're just kind of like anonymous people. Like what you think anonymous would look like as a person, that's them. And it's just, it's so cool. The art is actually really cool. And Like I said, I just think the way that he's growing this community is really respectable and really organic. And he's just so honest. Like today, there was a little issue that he ran into. Like he's had a lot of partnerships and given a lot of whitelist away to really well-known projects. Like Fame Ladies was one of them. And he tweeted about this project that he was super excited about, probably his his largest one up to date, everything. And then um, it came out today. He was like, I just want to be transparent with you. I asked the guy if I was allowed to tweet about it. He told me yes, but apparently I wasn't. So right now the whole thing's up in the air if it's actually going to happen or not. And he's really down about it. And everyone's just like, hey, it's okay. It happens. You're honest with us. Like, you know, and I just think it's really cool to see how the community's coming together, even though it's not how communities normally come together. 
That is true. Yeah, the supportiveness isn't always there, huh? Mm -hmm. And so do they have a mint date set yet? Nope. No, so waiting, huh? Yep, everything's up in the air. The only thing not up in the air is not an actual mint price yet, but it's for sure going to be under 0.1 ETH. Okay. They don't have it for sure. They haven't really announced it, but he said 100% it's under that. So if we're interested, we need to be jumping over to Twitter and watching and following and participating? Yes. Okay, very good. You don't want to miss that. It's actually a lot of fun, and you learn a lot of weird things. Like apparently he orders coffee every day but asks for it only three-fourths of the way full. Why? Nobody knows. He makes fun of himself for doing it. It is a little weird, but (laughs) he does. So... But very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but then I think there's another one that I was looking at today. I haven't really dove deep into it, but um Gary V tweeted about it and it was called um Recur. Okay. I was like, I'm throwing <laughs> a K in there for some reason. But it's called Recur. And right now I haven't really dove deep in it. But from what I can tell, we just I just did a pre-register, so I'm kind of ready for it if it is something I want to end up doing. But they say that they are going to be um, allowing – or they're going to be minting, like, the biggest names, projects, sports, uh, movies, things like that. And some of the artwork that they have shown just in their roadmap is really, really cool. Like, they had a they had a SpongeBob P or a – they had a SpongeBob piece, but the one that I really, really liked was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was so awesome, and I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Like, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and the artwork and everything was just outstanding. So, Very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to look a little bit more into it, but I think that's it. Oh, one more thing. Okay. That I'm super excited about. What's that? This isn't a project update. Okay. <laughs> but uh, if you guys do follow Gary Vee, uh, you'll know that he's doing his book games. So a little while ago, he sold a bunch of books and was like, buy my books so you can get an NFT and stuff, which is really cool. But all these people bought all these books and didn't know what to do with them. So now they're giving them away for free. Okay. And mine should be here next week. And I'm super excited about it. All uh, right. Yeah. A community <laughs> member was just like, you want one? And I was like, uh, Yes. So I am very excited to get that and to read that. Very good. And where is it coming from? It is coming from Australia. (laughs) So that's cool. Got friends all over the world. It's amazing what the NFT space allows you to do. (laughs) Well, very fun. Um, And yeah, there's all kinds of stuff happening out there in the space for sure. It can be overwhelming. You can feel like you're not keeping up with it at all. Um, But lots of of developments, lots of things happening. Um, And so... Jumping into Discord is one of those ways to help Mm -hmm. keep up. Of course, following things on Twitter. We try and help each other out with knowing what's new and what's happening. Oh, yeah. Um, And sharing that information. And that information does get carried over into the Meta Jungle Discord, too. Um, So that's, I definitely get a lot of my information from that space right now as well. Um, And so, you know, our community is continuing to grow. um, And it's been very, very exciting. Like I said, we've got lots of new artists coming in all the time. Word is definitely spreading. And also, as collectors, this is where you want to be to be keeping up and figuring, finding out who. 
um, is leading the space on the artist um, front. So definitely mm-hmm. jump over, jump in, have conversations. Um, one of the really cool things that we've um, added into a community resource is that um, last week we held our first um, artist feedback AMA. It went over wonderfully. It was super, mm-hmm. super, um, super helpful. Um, oh, yeah. And the way the process works is artists are able to um, share the work that they and questions that they have. And so we have um, a community member, Mike Schmidt, who's an award-winning photographer who has agreed to um, host. And so he went through and offered feedback for the artists live. We did it through our Discord and a voice channel with screen share. So we're all looking at the pieces together and have a chance um, to review the particular pieces that um, had been requested to be reviewed, but also lots of points um, to be able to share with um, the community as a whole. So we talked a lot about marketing opportunities, um, collection size, about, you know, some questions about pricing, but a lot of what you should be including in your collections and maybe excluding from your collections. Um, a lot of times, you know, you're thinking that you're, you don't have enough, but there is potential to have too much. Um, but also, you know, building that resource of having a group of um, artists that you can also kind of fall back on. Um, and also Alpha Trilogy participated as from the collector standpoint and offered a lot of insight um, that's helpful, you know, as an artist, not knowing, you know, to have the opportunity to connect with your collector and being able to, you know, learn from that side of it too helps to kind of pare down or see from another viewpoint. Um, so it was very well received, like I mentioned. And um, so we're, we actually have that um, first AMA recorded. And so if anybody's interested in watching it, we'll have a link for that in the notes below. Um, but also we have another one coming up this Sunday. So it'll be December 5th. Anybody that would like to join is welcome to do so. Um, Hop over to the Meta Jungle Discord, join, listen in. If you'd like to have your work reviewed, let us know. Um, But we're hoping to be able to do this on a regular basis. Um, So there's also other resources could be coming available on a regular basis um, for our community that has to do with, um, you know, things like how to set up a link tree and just some basic things for beginners and then some other helpful um, videos and resources for those that um, are maybe more experienced and are looking at questions um, pertaining to how they are presenting themselves and marketing themselves. So it's been um, things are it's been really, really fun to learn about some of the needs of the community um, and be able to um, react to those and see everybody learning and growing together, because that's the whole point is to have that, you know, that welcoming space where you can ask questions and receive that feedback and um, can be scary sometimes if you aren't comfortable in your surroundings, but offering that community to be able to do that. Well, it's amazing just seeing all the new projects coming about from Community Need. Like, there, we sit there, we talk, we discuss, and then next thing you know, we're like, hey, this needs to happen. Let's do it. And it's done, and it's there, and it's great, and it's amazing to see how the community reacts and how helpful they actually find all these tools and resources. Exactly, exactly. And another person um, that's been very active in the Discord, um, we mentioned at the beginning, but um, is someone that we actually are going to have the opportunity to visit with today. So I'm really glad that he um, agreed to do an interview with us. Um, But Dan Hawk is his name. And um, this is someone that, you know, has been very helpful and active in the Discord channel with sharing information and helping out some of his fellow artists. Um, So definitely looking forward to getting to learn more about him. Me too. I've seen his collections and they are outstanding. 
So I'm excited to see if there's more behind the picture. So. Absolutely love his work. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, it'll be a delight to get to talk to him. Awesome. <laughs> Well, folks, we've got a great interview um, today. We're very thrilled to have an active member of Meta Jungle Discord and also um, someone that we've enjoyed learning about his artwork and collecting some pieces. Um, but we have Dan Hawk with us today. Um, so, Dan, thank you for taking the time to join us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is uh, this is fun. I'm always uh, I'm a talker, so it's this. this <laughs> there, there, I have no shortage. <laughs> of, You'll fit right in. Absolutely. Emma and I, all the time people are like, oh, my husband's the worst. I'm like, I just have to swing by and talk to Emma real fast. And he's like, so three hours? And I'm like, uh, maybe. (laughs) Well, and I'll I'll tell you that my, uh, I'm kind of a weirdo when it comes to on Discord because everybody talks in these little tiny short, you know, they treat it like texting and I'll write full on novel answers to things. And that's partly because I'm 46. I'm I and I was a banker in a previous career, so I'm used to writing long, detailed emails. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a writer and a talker. <laughs> How Very awesome! Good. My Very mom's good. been in the banking industry for like 20 some years now, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very well, cool. and so how long have you been? How long have you been in the artist world? So I um, have been a professional photographer, and I, and I'll, I'll I can dive into that a little bit more um, since 2016. Okay. And, but I've been a photographer of some sort my whole life. I grew up shooting on film. Um, when I was a kid, uh, I had always had some point and shoot sort of camera or disposable camera. And then um, I, got, I started getting into photography pretty seriously about 2012 when I was a bike, I was bike commuting in, in the Portland uh, area to my job as a banker. And I just started noticing, you know, when you're bike commuting in the winter, you're, you're riding back and forth in the, you know, blue hour, golden hour, uh, all the time. And so you, I was like, I got to get a real camera. So that's, that's kind of what started it all. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And is there a particular medium or type that you enjoy or that you specialize in? You know, I, I kind of have two different, um, sides to things. I am a landscape photographer, which is what most of my digital artwork that's on, you know, kind of, kind of in the NFT world is, uh-huh. but I, my, my actual jobs, I'm a commercial, um, lifestyle and product photographer. So, um, you know, like, uh, in a couple of days I'm doing headshots for a company. Um, I have a whole bunch of product stuff that I've been working on, uh, over the last few weeks. So, um, it's a lot of, uh, studio lighting, that sort of thing. That's really cool. And I'm sure that your past experience with banking helps with that because I know my mom just had to get new headshots. So it kind of lets you know like what you're looking for and things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, then I guess the next question is what got you into the NFT space? Like what drew drew you into it? Yeah. So back in, I want to say February, um, one of my friends who is also a pretty well-known photographer. Um, he's in the space. He was in the space early on. Um, uh, Nate Luby, uh, his handle is Nate in the wild. He just was reaching out and, and said, Hey man, check out the stuff I'm doing. And um, it was uh, basically um, he just started selling, uh, selling some pieces. And I was like, that's really cool. And I would like to, I'd like to find out more about that. Cool. Very good. Very good. So, and I think, I don't, I think he's, he's tapered off a little bit since then, um, but he sold a few pieces early, pretty big, Mm -hmm. really big pieces 
back when foundation was kind of the all the rage and uh, so that's kind of how i got started and um, i bought some eth and you know kind of started putting stuff out there and for a long time i just was creating art but i didn't really have any you know had nobody collecting it and it didn't really pick up until i started spending a lot more time in the community um, and mm-hmm. you know largely on twitter that does seem to be a good space to be able to connect with different people, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's very good. Well, and for our listeners um, that would like to see your work, where do you have your work displayed? Yeah, so all of my um, all of my stuff is there's there's kind of two places. First of all, you can do, you can just go to danhawk.com, and that is my fine art uh, photography website. It, I, it doesn't, it has some links to the, the NFT work, but it also, I also sell prints. And, and so that's where all of that lives. And then there's a link from there on that website that just says commercial work. And that takes you to danhawkphotography.com, which is kind of all of my, that's all the, the work lifestyle, outdoor adventure, the stuff I do for commercial clients. Very good. Awesome. Very good. And for your yeah. NFT um, collection, do you have it on Foundation or OpenSea? I've got a little bit of it everywhere. Um, so all of, all of the collection work is on OpenSea, and I'm pretty easy to find. It's just Dan Hawk. You can find me pretty easily there. Um, and then Foundation, I think I'm pretty sure it's the same. I'll have to look it up and see. But Foundation, I've got a couple pieces on there. Um, I've I haven't shared a lot there, only because the you know the gas costs are so high <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and frankly um i've had a, a little bit more success with getting the art in front of people on OpenSea. so there's been that and then i i think like a lot of other people i do have one piece on uh tux.art as well okay very um, good once again um very intensive minting process so <laughs> that's one that's <laughs> it's up there and that's cool and i hope that hopefully collectors find that over time Sure. Well, and I know we've enjoyed learning and seeing your artwork that you've shared in the Meta Jungle Discord. It's been really fun to get to learn about artists and see their work and also have the chance to learn more about them. Um, and I know one of our members, um, our founding members, um, Alpha Trilogy, he's collected your work and um, it's been fun to see your interaction in Discord. And um, we recently also added a piece um, of yours to our Meta Jungle house collection. So um, I know Alpha has the Can't Keep It Down number five and um, we just added the Alvord Milky Way which tiles which is such a cool piece yeah totally one of my favorites uh the the so one of the things that's that's interesting I have an entire collection that is just uh, mud tile photos from the same location uh-huh this is it's funny because Alpha, Alpha Trilogy had asked me what are your favorites and I mm-hmm. you know went through and listed them and, and the one that the one and I don't know if they I don't know if it, if Alpha Trilogy <laughs> is a he or she or they I don't know so I'll just I'll say they um collected the the, the one <laughs> okay Alpha Trilogy is a he okay so we, we always might have be, been enjoying want, leaving that up in the air a little bit <laughs> we always want to be a little careful I know that the the metaverse is a place where everybody's a little bit uh you know you can Absolutely. be secret if you want to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So any of the, the the one he chose was not one of the ones I said was my favorites. And, <laughs> and the reason the reason he bought it before I even finished replying. But mm-hmm. the this one was one of my favorites, the Alvord Milky Way tiles. And it's because there's this like really intense story behind how it happened. It's 
the long, long made short is that I went on a camping trip with my kids and this was taken at about three in the morning, um, the, the Milky Way portion, but it was super windy and it had been a, there had been a rainstorm. And so there's no way I was going to go and try to find these mud tiles that I had GPS, um, <laughs> because if you drive into the wrong spot in the middle of the night, this mud will sink six inches in and you're just stuck. So because of that, this is a composite. But what's great is that every single trip we take back there now, um, my kids always are like, okay, so now we're not going to, we're going to pay attention to the weather and we're not going to camp in that spot this time. <laughs> so it's kind of shaped our overall uh, family vibe when it comes to camping. That's that fantastic. So <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it's a really fun place to go back to as well. Um, I've been going back there for years and I'm actually doing a a video documentary project on this location, um, the Albert Desert. It's it, it's super remote in southeastern Oregon. So that's, that's awesome. I, I have lots of footage. I haven't really done a, a, a lot of the editing, and I've still got a bunch more interviews I need to do. So you'll see if you follow me, you're going to see way more work from there. Awesome. Well, we'll enjoy that for sure. Um, and all of the pieces in this collection are from the same area. Is that correct? Um, not necessarily from the same area but from the same state um, okay okay so so the collection is called the oregonian well it's just called oregonian um but what i kind of my my reasoning behind why i created this is I, i'm pretty much a lifelong oregon resident um i was born in california but we moved up here before i was even one and oregon has one of the things that's really interesting is that it's a very geologically and ecologically diverse place we have alpine tundra. We have, um, you know, these ancient lake beds with mud cracks. We have, um, you know, massive world famous ski, ski resort mountains. And we have a, a coastline that is the most jagged, rugged thing. It almost, it almost looks like, you know, something from, I, I actually have pieces that are named after the, the Jedi Island and the Star Wars, um, you know, Luke's Island. Uh, and so it, it looks crazy. It looks like the most rugged thing. And then we have like long beaches, you know, long beaches and surfing. So, and, and farmland. So it's, we have a little bit of everything. So when I was putting this collection together, I just was kind of digging back into the archives of my fo photo work and just said, I, I'd like to kind of write a love letter here to my own state. I love Oregon. And this is I think gives a taste of the kinds of things we have here. And it's, it's not exhaustive by any stretch. I mean, it's only 15 pieces. Um, but we, you know, it, I think it gives a really good sense of the range of things we have here. It is very it's, enjoyable to look at. And I think you, yeah, you've, it, there's very unique pieces that highlight a lot of different um, aspects. So it's yeah. very enjoyable. And you're planning Thank to you. keep, you're planning to keep the collection to 15 pieces too. Is that right? Yeah. You know, it's um, thinking about collections is a really interesting thing, you know, because I think that um, early on, it was funny because I was, I was, I think I wrote this in the discord this morning early in August when, you know, kind of collections started blowing up in the NFT space, everybody, there was a lot of people selling, you know, collections of a hundred photos and they would sell out and you'd be like, Whoa, that's crazy. And it's like, it's like people are printing money. And, and I think a lot of people dove in and said, okay, I gotta, I gotta have a huge collection. And one of the things that's been interesting here is that 
I, I could certainly add more photos. I have lots of Oregon photos, mm -hmm. but what I wanted to do with this one is to really think about what are the regions. And I, I have, there's maybe one region of Oregon that I don't really have represented here. And it's only because I haven't spent a lot of time there, but I wanted to keep it tight, keep it, um, in a place where they all have, I think, I think there are some connections between these photos that I haven't, and I don't really intend to talk about because mm -hmm. that's kind of, it's kind of, they're connected together in my brain, <laughs> certain criteria that I don't, I don't know that makes it would make any sense to anybody else, but, but yeah, one of my goals is that I'm only 46. I'm hoping to, I'm going to keep doing this for a few more years. So I could totally see a version two, you know, a, a, a volume two uh, Very good. Of, of, of this work, uh, maybe in a, maybe in a little different style, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of, cause these, I think these do have a consistency to them. Well, and yeah. I think that's something that's so amazing is whenever you can actually tell a story with your pieces. And I think that you do that wonderfully. And just hearing that you're trying to write a love language or a love letter to Oregon. Like I, I think that you portrayed that very well in this collection. Cool. Well, yeah. I think it's, I think it's fun because if you look at, I've got a couple different other collections that I, that I feel like I kind of constructed them the same way. So there's one other collection that is literally, it's literally 20 images of mud tiles. And, and there's a video uh, that goes along a promo video that I made to go along with it, but it's, it's me standing with a wide angle lens, you know, looking down at the ground for hours and hours. And it took five years um, they were taken over a five-year period. So that is very much very focused on that one specific area. And then what's been really fun is that I'm, I've committed to giving 10% of all of the sales for that collection to the Oregon Natural Desert Association, which is a, a conservation group that's that covers the entire eastern part of Oregon. And so I was able to cut them a check for a few hundred dollars a couple months ago after I sold the first four pieces. So that's awesome. That, yeah. And then the other thing I haven't mentioned here, I don't know if you noticed this, but this particular piece that you guys just bought, like 15 minutes before we started the show, also carries with it a 10% contribution to Oregon Natural Desert Association. So I will, within the next few days, be cashing out some ETH and cutting a check to to them. Awesome. And then, That's so awesome. Yeah. And and so and the one that um, the Alpha uh, Trilogy bought has a connection to, I believe it's Friends of Mount Hood. So that one, same thing. I'll be cashing out um, 0 0.03 ETH from each of those pieces and and sending off some donations. So that's, for me, there's a level of commitment to, you know, I, I think a lot of people think of things like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy carbon offsets. For me, it's, I'm gonna send money to an organization that has boots on the ground that is literally acting to conserve these places so more people can enjoy them in the future. That's, That's a, awesome. Yeah, great connection to in real life for sure. Yeah. And a cool piece um, for the NFT space. So oftentimes there are philanthropic um, endeavors that can be supported. So right, right. We, we appreciate learning that for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it seems like you've put so much thought and love and consideration into each collection. So would you have any advice or do you have any advice to give to to maybe people that are new to the space or looking to dive in? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the biggest thing, um, and I have, I have a bunch of friends in real life that are local here in Portland that are, that are involved. Um, 
And the thing that keeps coming up over and over again is people go, Hey, I, I want to get involved. I want to, you know, I want to start selling NFTs. What, what do I have to do? And I, I think the best thing you can possibly do is join the spaces, um, start being in conversations, start, you know, follow some people that, that you admire, that you like their work, watch how they do things. Um, you know, when you have a chance to get involved with a discord, uh, server or community, you know, like, like meta jungle, I think that's a great way to, you know, maybe kind of, you know, like the, the, the term lurker, you know, where people would, <laughs> would get on the internet and they'd kind of like watch, but wouldn't say anything. I think that's a, a really decent way to do things, get involved, see what's going on, read the room. I think it's maybe a good way to think about it. <laughs> um, and, and then watch. Um, and I'll, I'll just say this, this is a little bit, you know, maybe I'm saying too much. The Oregonian collection is four months old. Okay. And these are the first two pieces that have sold from it. Mm -hmm. I released this collection before I really was a part of the community, before I really had deep connections to a lot of different people. And all of my sales um, have been or the result of conversations with collectors. Um, in some cases, I reached out and said, hey, I've got this collection. I saw that you bought something similar. Every one of them have been something like this, where they've I've had a conversation ahead of time. I have somebody else who bought a piece of my I have a street photography collection. That's it's called Portland, the people of Portlandia, and you can it's it's about it's you know it's all Portland street photography, and a, the piece that I've sold from that. There's a, a a really great guy on Twitter that is using it as his profile picture. Very and cool, that's awesome. We talked about it before he bought it. Like he's like, I love this. I have to have it, and then. We were, he's like, okay, I got to wait for gas and <laughs> to go down. <laughs> and finally he's like, I can't wait. I'm, I'm doing this. But, but I think those, having those conversations ahead of time and, and watching what other people do is really helpful. If you just jump in and go, I'm going to get on this too. I'm going to mint my 20 pieces. Well, now you, now you didn't gain anything from the experience of other people before you. So I think it makes a lot of sense to do your homework ahead of time. And I, I couldn't valuable. agree more. That's and I think it's valuable to all members of the community. I mean, I'm not really an artist side. I do the more collecting side, but that's the same thing. I lurked for a long time before I made any purchases because I think it's just so important to have those conversations and to understand the community as a whole a little more before you um, dive into it. Like that's my personal thoughts, but. Well, and that was yeah. really the reason that we wanted to start Meta Jungle was to create that community where collectors could come together with artists and people, you know, regardless of whether they're new to the space or they've been in for quite a while, just be able to come together and have a place where they can share information, share their work, but also learn from each other. Um, because, you know, we are early in. It feels like, you know, it feels like things are moving so, so fast, but we are really early in. So having that opportunity right. to come together and share and learn, that's how we're going to Oh yeah. So <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. And I think that there's the, there's this thought, I think a lot of people talk about this idea that, you know, this FOMO thing starts to hit, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think one of the things that's interesting is that we are early in, mm -hmm. in this whole world. One of the things that's, that's kind of an odd concept is that we are, I, I don't think this is just a, Hey, NFTs are a big thing and people are buying this with crypto. I think that we're at the beginning of an entire web three, web 3.0 sort of, um, shift in the way we do internet, you know, I mean like little things like 
when you go to your bank website, you have to log in with a password. Uh -huh. That's that's dumb. We've all everybody who's used who's used uh, a, a digital wallet um, with crypto understands that that's really dumb. I shouldn't have to log in. My computer knows it's me. Um, I've already I'm already authenticated on this end. It's like it's like every time you have to put your password into your phone to buy an app. That's just stupid. Your phone knows who you are. You've it's all end to end encrypted. So the this is it's almost like a playground where we're all figuring out how to do this. Yes. And and this just happens buying and selling art like this is a way that we're all getting used to what is it like to transact business this way. Mm -hmm. But I think it'll be it's going to be the beginnings of a lot more. So for me that's in a lot of ways why I got involved. I was like I, I can see where this is going. And I love selling my art, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I I love the idea of, you know, being able to um, when I go to buy something online, not having to put in my credit card information. Completely agree. Mm -hmm. Yes, completely agree. And it is an exciting time. Um, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be amazing to see where things are in a couple years down the road and 10 years down the road. And, and I guess with this space becoming, being so new and also knowing where it's headed, is there something that you do um, to make yourself stand out? It's just kind of a, a follow-up question. How do you relate to the space? Well, I think there's so much hype and self-promotion that happens in in this world. And it's, you know, it all happens on Twitter for the most part, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things that's been on my mind that I've been just been considering uh, is that I, I'm trying to get this to fit into my real life. And so one of the things I've found is that I have more success with connecting with potential collectors and, and even people that would hire me for, you know, my other kinds of photography, I have way more success when I just have valuable conversations. So for, so for me, the constant, the idea of shelling and just going, okay, Hey, look at me, here's my work. Like, I don't feel like that's that useful. And I don't mm -hmm. feel like that sets you apart from anybody. What sets you apart is, is being able to have conversations where you're helpful. Um, to have conversations about the overall um, business, the overall uh, community, where we're going, what makes sense, how do we, how do you stay um, mentally healthy? How, you know, how do you stay physically healthy? What are what are good limits for you to have for yourself? Um, to talk about pricing, to talk about how you think about your art, those kind of conversations are really valuable. And Definitely. I think, I think what happens is you you just become somebody. They go, oh look at him. He's helpful in the community. Mm -hmm. And why wouldn't you want to support somebody who's, who's helpful? Definitely. Definitely. So, so I think for me, it's, it's, I'm trying to lean into that as opposed to, Hey, look at my art. It's more mm -hmm. like, Hey, look at me as a person. Um, I'm an artist that I'd hope that you'd want to support. And I, I think that's, that's kind of my value proposition. That's wonderful. Well, and that's, I think that goes along really well with, um, you know, with Meta Jungle's mission too. And um, we've definitely appreciated that. Notice that in the community with you being an active member and having value to add to, you know, people that are asking questions and seeking advice, but also, so having that valuable, um, that valuable help is really, really essential. And I think that's a great way of looking to, to, the, to the forefront. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been, it's been fun. Cause I, um, I think we've all had 
little communities. Like, I mean, how many people are in group chats on Twitter with a sure. bunch of other, yep. other photographers or other artists, other collectors. And I think that this is great because it brings together a lot of, a lot of different kinds of people, which is kind of cool. And, and maybe the, I, mean, I don't know if this is the most useful thing, but it's one of the most useful things. There's nothing more valuable for somebody who is trying to make art and find an audience than being able to have a conversation with somebody who's a collector. Sure, sure. And to have them say, here's what I'm looking for. You know, mm -hmm. this, these are the things that, this is the stuff that turns me on, this is the stuff that turns me off. You know? <laughs> to, to be able to hear that directly from a collector is invaluable. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's maybe what kind of drew me in at the beginning. I, I, to be honest, I think I saw a tweet by Alpha Trilogy. It's like, hey, I bought this and thanks for being part of the community. And I was like, what is this community? <laughs> so <laughs> followed well, and yeah. It's good to hear also from others that that's, um, you know, that they're noticing that too, because that that's really how, you know, we want it to be an open conversation. So we're thrilled that that's, that that connected with you too. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, it's great. And I, um, have been watching and, and it'll be great to see as more collectors find this space and go, okay, this is a great place to find exactly what you're looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. And get to know the people behind the artwork and everything. So yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you very much as a member of Meta Jungle and definitely have appreciated getting the chance to to get to know more about you as an artist oh, sure. and, and just as a person in general, because um, yeah. we, we enjoy that very much. So thank you for taking the time today. This information I know will be um, very helpful to everybody in the community, um, and we'll enjoy learning more about um, your projects that are coming in the future and definitely learn, um, enjoy interacting with you more in the discord. Oh, sure. Thank you. Well, and thanks for the invite. It's been really fun. Well, that was really fun. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I had a lot of fun learning more about him. That's one of the things I really like about the space is how you can learn more about the artists and the collectors and Absolutely. Yeah, it's been, um, you know, you get to have conversations and um, see others jump in and that sort of thing. But it was nice to really get to learn more about Dan as an artist and, you know, about his background. It makes a lot of sense from being a banker and then also having a photography interest, how the, you know, crypto and NFT space could all kind of fall together. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then one thing I really learned or I enjoyed learning about him is I, he didn't mention it in something that makes him stand out and different, but it's something that I haven't really seen before for is that with each of his piece like or collections not each of his piece but some of his pieces and some of his collections are uh connected with organizations that that makes him think of and he donates back to and i just think that is so cool because you don't see that very often and like that does make him stand out to me that this piece spoke to him and that he like it he resonates with that piece so much that he's going to give back. And like, this is something he believes in, he's passionate about. And I just think that's really cool. Yeah, his passion definitely shows through. And, you know, being able to preserve these areas and places that he appreciates and are significant to him. So he's preserving them by um, documenting them. Um, and now they'll be on the blockchain forever, but also helping to preserve them in real life by donating to the organizations that um, have taken on that that effort. So really cool to learn that about, um, about him. Oh. Oh, yeah. To have that in mind for um, looking for that in other collectors and other or other artists as we're collecting too. So and how cool it was! I just I this really I thought was so cool how he said that he like the whole collection stemmed because he wanted to write a love letter to Oregon, <laughs> and I was like, you literally did that. Each piece is so beautiful, and it just shows how much he 
truly loves Oregon. And I just think that's, I think that's so cool. And made some really good points about keeping his collection size small, but also, you know, it, it brings, it rings true um, that we've talked a lot in the Meta Jungle Discord about sharing um, as an artist your reasoning behind your photographs. So yes, if you're an artist out there listening as a collector, we definitely want to hear from you. So please use that description space and that about space. We want to hear who you are and why you're taking these photos and what it means to you that really is special as collectors. <clears throat> and I think he made some great points. You know, we are so early on in this space. Mm -hmm. And so the people that are getting involved in the NFT space right now, are the they're the ones building the future, you know? I mean, the, there's so much to come. And so learning these different skills and being mindful and, you know, really getting in and networking and artists learning from collectors and vice versa. It's a chance to really get you, to get ahead and understand what's needed from both sides. Um, mm -hmm. So I know I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, and me too. Dan had some really great advice um, and really, really great insight to share. So I enjoyed it very much. It just, it just keeps you reminding that we pretty much are setting the precedent in a way. And yeah. I think that's so fun and so exciting. And it just makes me more excited to see what the future holds. I completely agree. I can't wait to be walking around in the middle jungle house gallery and, and see Dan's piece up on the wall. So it's going to, it'll be fantastic. So. Yeah. Very fun times, and um, that's definitely part of why we enjoy um, the Discord server and appreciate everybody that's participating, and it's been yep. great. I agree. <laughs> and while sticking with my theme of things today, what do you got on tap for us next episode? Well, you know, there's, um, we are definitely talking to different people. We have different talented artists within the Meta Jungle community that um, we look forward to spotlighting in the future and um, being able to learn more about them. Um, another um, potential for next week that I'm excited about is, um, you know, the physical, the physical world being represented as NFTs and especially the sports memorabilia um, being represented as NFTs is becoming a, a big market as well. And I think there's a huge future in having physical-based NFTs. And um, a friend of Alpha Trilogies and someone I've gotten to know, um, we're hopefully going to have him on next week um, to be able to share more information about that. In real life, he is um, a very passionate sports memorabilia collector affiliated awesome. in the um, in actually the sports world. So um, hopefully we have that opportunity to learn more about that world from his point of view. That's so exciting. And it doesn't, it, and it fits in so well because right before this episode, I was just checking out Des Bryant's uh, new NFT. So, Des Bryant, feel free to follow me. It's fine. <laughs> Always looking for those connections. I love it. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, sometimes you just got to shill yourself, as they say. <laughs> you never know, huh? got to get out there and well you know that is that's a good example of you know in this space there's always those opportunities you never know who you can connect with mm -hmm. because we are all so early and so um, also Meta Jungle is a community that invites everybody in we again talk a lot about one-of-one -one artists and photographers but we also are a community that um, we have all different interests involved mm -hmm. so if you're into the you know if you're into photography one-of-one -one art um, 
generative art, also into the physical um, physical sport, this physical to NFT collecting, also sports memorabilia NFT collecting. Um, the community is open for you as well. Um, and if any type of collecting you like to do, come in. We are. Um, it's a great space to be able to have those conversations and learn more about those. Um, and also, if you are watching this and you are new to um, this whole NFT world and you're wanting to learn more um, and you don't know about Discord yet, again, it's a social media platform that is often used um, to connect with NFT projects and artists. Um, but if you would like to join us with MetaJungle, we also have a short video on how to join Discord um, in the comments below. So check it out. It's a very easy process. Um, and it's, um, I think, more welcoming than other social mm -hmm. media platforms that you deal with. Um, and we would love to have you join us in the MetaJungle community. Um, yep. So, yeah. I couldn't agree more. It was kind of, I, it was something I was a little worried about at first because I hadn't really dealt with that social media. But now, especially because you get to choose the channels you're in, every single channel I've joined has been so welcoming and so fun. So I really thoroughly enjoy the platform. Yeah, it is. It's definitely been a lot of fun. Um, and, um, you know, having a warm community where people feel com comfortable is really important to us. So it's a great place if you um, if you are feeling if you're new in the space and wanting to get started, it's a great place to be. And then also, again, resources for everybody from those new into the space and those that are um, that have been in for quite some time, whether artist, collector, we got something for everybody. So. <laughs> so looking forward to our weeks ahead all kinds of fun stuff on the agenda again hopefully next week we'll be talking about sports memorabilia collecting um, which is a space I'm excited um, to learn more about know a little bit but always something new to learn in this space it's always nice whenever I get to have a little bit more knowledge than nifty <laughs> meta girl and sports is one of the few areas I get to do it so I'm very very excited for this we'll, we'll let you shine huh? <laughs> Very excited. Oh. But thank you guys for joining us this week, and we'll look forward to next time. See ya. <laughs>